Hello, everybody. This is the Often Archers podcast. This is Stephanie. And I'm Anthony. For episode 59. Epic open. Ah, mic drop. Done. Okay. Done. So. <laughs> okay. So we are back with a very, very late episode. It has been a busy couple of weeks for us lately so uh, you know we were trying to stay on top of everyone every week but you know shit happens family happens life happens and this is where we are so bear had released uh, on 10-1 so october 1st a whole new set of bows a whole brand new lineup yeah they released four new bows and they did release three crossbows but, you know, everyone knows how I feel about crossbows. But I, I think we'll probably mention it anyway, just for any of you people out there. We are? I'm not going to really talk about it. I'm oh, just going to say, okay. like, hey, there's There's this, some this, crossbows. This. Yeah, there's some crossbows. See, there's the mention. Crossbows. <laughs> there's the mention. So they released four new set of bows that we were going to talk about earlier, but, you know. Kids we're, getting we're, fevers and getting sick. And me then getting sick. You got sick. And yeah. you sounded like an old Jewish woman who was smoking menthol palm malls like for three packs a day exactly no filter mm-hmm. so i have no filter but i don't smoke no filters i don't even smoke nope so we're going to touch up on what bows they came out with uh you know there's actually one which we're going to save for the last that is very interesting which um by now people should actually already know what we're talking about it's the one that got all the hate oh please which i like Everyone has, there has to be some, some people out there hating on something. Oh yeah, there's always a fucking troll somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, the trolls are, I mean, like Cameron Haynes posted stuff on his Instagram, like, if you follow him, you're kind of interested, but if you're really that, if you're a professional troll, you just follow him just to, to be negative about everything he puts, and he just, he always puts conservation stuff and wildlife stuff and, and stuff like that, and, you know, and with his running, and, and with him shooting a bow and hunts and and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, and that's what he is. That's what he does. That's what makes him happy. It's like someone posting food on every single post of theirs. Yeah, that's what and, they do. Could you imagine if someone like bitched at a chef, like you're always posting photos of food? And, and that's what people I'm a do. Chef. It's like I follow on my personal Instagram account. I follow actual pastry chefs because yeah, that I, dude with the fucking chocolate is unreal. I'm her, I can't. I'm gonna butcher his name. I'm yeah, not even gonna even do try. it. Um, but. He does these awesome, awesome uh, pastries and, and, like, statues out of chocolate and all this stuff. He's a pastry chef out of one of the hotels in Las Vegas. He actually, he's at, but he travels doing, like, uh, classes and whatnot. But he, uh, you know, because I like to bake them, but I don't like to eat them. That's why with me. I like eating them. I don't give a shit. But, you know, the... The trolls, they, they go on his account and they just, they talk about how, like, woohoo, you shoot a bow, okay, who cares, and whoa, look, another conservation well, people, thing. People bitch at him shut- every day about everything. You don't need to run and do this and do that and do that. And be- okay, and that's but, why he is successful as fuck when he hunts and you're sitting in a tree stand doing jack shit, not shooting anything. But the point is, is that he's doing what makes him happy. And that's it. Oh, yeah. And that's for everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. do what makes you happy and fuck what everyone else thinks. If right. they don't like it, then you don't have to be around them. You Fucking don't have to be friends with them. Ass. You don't have to. Yeah. And that's what some people are forgetting is that he's not here to make everyone else happy. He's basically making himself happy, sharing with the people who are interested. And that's it. Exactly. But there's always going to be trolls. 
As long as there's bridges, there's fucking trolls sitting under them. <laughs> <Long as>, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that's a good way to put it. Sure. Hey, if someone is building a bridge to achieve what they want to, there's always a goddamn troll sitting under it, just waiting for them to go over them. Oh, yeah. And they'll always be stuck there forever in their misery, their negativity, trying to drown other people in their goddamn stream that's going under the fucking bridge. I don't know why, but just because you village. mentioned like the whole bridge thing, and the only thing I can think of is we're from New York. No one gives a fuck that you tried to change it to the Cuomo Bridge. That's a Tappan Zee for life, fucker. Why did you... I don't know. It's the first thing that popped in my head. You said something about trolls and bridges and shit. And, and New York popped into your and head. New York popped into my head because they're having a whole controversy that... The dickhead governor. Oh, that br- wants you know, the bridge. Sorry, I just like yelled dad. into the fucking mic. And the- sorry, <laughs> fucker. It's the Tappan Z for life. No one cares. You want what you want to call it. It's a ship bridge for life. Well, the old bridge was dropping metal plates into the water, so. Yeah, but they re- they opened up the new one too early, so their cars oh, yeah, are getting wrecked. Yep. But it's New York. Yep. So it's acceptable. If you think about it, it's it's going from the part of the state that actually does well and flourishes and then you pass over the troll bridge into the welfare community oh jesus okay let's get back to the bears yes 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 (laughs) i know what you mean yeah speaking of bears bc is has their their issues with bears now because they they stopped the hunting for bears because brown bears and grizzlies conservations and now uh they're running into a problem of bears actually going after people because a, oh you mean the, the the instagram video where the dude shot the bear like point blank with bird shot and the bear yeah. was like got back up and charged his ass again yeah fucking dummy it's like throwing a pebble at a fat guy no no he hurt the bear bounce. i mean the bear did topple over yeah but I know. it got back the fuck up and but was it's like not gonna I'm put gonna it down yeah. it was a mother with its cub so nothing's well, taking yeah, that down you, i'm sorry you fuck with a sow and her cub you're gonna have to shoot her more than once you might have, he should have just dumped that whole fucking 12 gauge in her. But because she was going to get up and he was going to look tasty because now she was mad. He just pissed her off. Yeah, exactly. But people are going to have to learn the hard way. Unfortunately, there's activists out there leading with the wrong emotions and they're not actually looking into the mm-hmm. the information properly. And uh, this is this is just the way it goes. People have to learn the hard way. Oh yeah, uh, I think totally. I think that if you look at history and everything, people have to learn. Well, people the, are also following what celebrities and shit are saying. Well, who we, don't have a fucking clue about anything to do with hunting and well, anything to do with management or none of that bullshit. That goes on the know? other whole idea that if you stick a hundred people together in a group, there's bound to It's a hundred percent that you will find one one moron, moron in the crowd. In the crowd mm-hmm. And if he can yeah. actually get people to follow him, his name's Ricky Gervais. Um, <laughs> no, what? we're not gonna go down that road. He is. Um, no, you're gonna get people if they can get people <laughs> to follow them. No matter how in- intelligent those are, if, oh, yeah, if they follow the mob mentality, the then you follow the mob mentality. and Yeah, yeah totally. It's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. So, back to the, the bows that Bear actually launched. Yes. So, out of the four, we'll start with their Kuma 30. Right, because their flagship normally is the Kuma anyway, right. which is a 33-inch axle-to-axle bow. But this is a 30. Right. This is now a 30. So this is kind of going toward uh, a smaller individual, such as myself. Yes. <laughs> I gotta well, say. it goes down to a 25 and a half inch draw. So you, once again, you would be the minimum. I am the minimum. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, my height is the minimum before being a uh, uh, dwarf. No, I should say that's 4'11". Is it? Yes, it's 4'11". It yes. I remember... You're 5 foot 2. Um, yes, I said 5 foot 2 because if I say anything else, you Listen, want according to the DMVs, the I'm 5 foot 2. You got measured in New York. There was probably like an inch and a half of that fucking ruler rusted the fuck off. So, whatever. <laughs> Your shit says five foot two. So, no, midget, midget dwarf, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is four foot eleven. Whatever. And um, the, the let off on this one is 75%. This is right. not an adjustable let off. So, this is one of them bows that will be, uh, should actually be 50 state legal because most states, some of the states that we went through in the last episodes require 80%. Right. 80% or less. <clears throat> Sorry. So this one, if you go with this one, now for your peak draw weight, it goes from 45 to 60 or 55 to 70. Right, which is good. A 15-pound adjustment range on a bow is actually really, really good. Yeah. There's not many, comp most companies with a 10-pound adjustment. And Bears, this one's got a 15. So, and it's got good speed. So, I mean, with your 70 pounds and your IBO and everything, it's a 345. Which is not bad. Which is, That's a great speed. That's a really, really good speed, 345. So, I mean, it's in the speedboat kind of category. Anything above 340 is normally considered what, you know, you would be considered, you know, a, a pretty fast bow. Right. But then you also have to look at what you're individually shooting. You can't right. always, I can't, I can't look at a bow and what the, the actual speed that they have down there says because I'll never shoot that speed for that no, bow. No, 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 no. You you wouldn't even be close to the IBO. Like, for you, this bow, even at 70 pounds, would probably... That would probably drop that IBO down to, like, 320-ish. Which I'll never get to 70 pounds. No, no, no. I think if I ever max out my pounds, it'll, it'll be at 60 max. I think... Ever, I don't even really think you need that much. I mean, right no, now, you're super I'll stable actually, at 50. I'm not saying I'll, I thought I was at 52. Whatever. It, we, well, we don't know if it's at 52. We haven't had it measured. We just it was at it. 49 and change, and yeah, I gave it an extra turn each dial. So, so you're over 50. Either way, you know, I, I don't think, even if I possibly could max out to 60, mm -hmm. I really don't see that I'm going to because I don't really need to. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, as far as uh, what I need to use it for, right. uh, there's no reason I need to be doing 60. Mm hmm. I think even big game is not going to be. No, I mean, I mean, you're you're right now with your bow being at fifty pounds. You are completely fifty state legal to hunt everything. Right. You know, it'll just come down to your arrow setup because you're at a lighter uh, draw cycle. You can go with a lighter arrow. Like I mean, your carnivores are really fucking light. Yeah. Not for nothing. I mean, they're, they're like seven, six and change grains an inch because you're shooting four hundred spines. And, I mean, the 400 spines work really, really well for you. And so, you can go with a lighter arrow setup to get that speed, which, I mean, will work to your benefit. And, I mean, right now, you should be somewhere around the 250 area right. with your setup. <clears throat> but also, you're... Uh, see, the fact that you have a 60-pound bow and it's down to 50 with the boat, the limbs not being locked all the way down, there's, like, variables with the draw length and all that other shit which can actually affect it. Like if you had a 50 pound evolve mm -hmm. and you had the limbs completely locked, it might actually go faster because the limbs are completely locked and whatnot. But it is what it is. Yeah. You I know. think if we get to the point where I, I move to a different bow, mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go with something that I can get pretty close to actually maxing it out. Right. Well, that's the good thing now is a lot like of manufacturers are doing... Section. 
You don't even need the Ute section. <laughs> Companies are being smart now, and they're do, they they started joke. to oh throw in five pound increments. So yeah. now you'll see more. But it, uh, normally it's it's a, a, after sixty. Now you'll see fifty pound max, sixty pound max, then sixty five, seventy, and then oh, from I wasn't 70, even talking about the pounds. I was just talking about the the draw length. Oh yeah, you definitely need an SD cam. Fuck yes, that's for <laughs> sure. No doubt in my mind about that. You need a short draw or an yeah. SSD cam. Super short. Super short draw. Oh, man. I'm going to patent that shit. <laughs> Steph needs a super short draw. An SSD cam. Yeah, but it's for all the uh, the 411 and 410 individuals out there, too. You're not that fucking short. I'm saying... Just because you like to say you have T-Rex arms. I'm saying, you know, for all those uh, individuals who are shorter that, that need that, we can patent that. Okay, Which is probably fine. never going to happen, which is probably already out there, which probably... probably. Yeah, some genius ahead of us fucking thought of this shit. It's fine. It's it's like the ideas <laughs> that I had that, okay, all of our tech friends would probably get a kick at a little chuckle out of this, besides the, the pumpkin spice pizza. And... And yes, it was real. <laughs> we, we literally got a coupon in the mail... For a pumpkin spice for a pizza. a pumpkin spice pizza. Granted, it was a dessert-style pizza. A dessert. Whatever. A dessert. Jesus Christ. That's, that's their wording. It was a dessert. I know, but still. And everyone, you know, when we were talking about it, because uh, I was watching one of my friends who's a YouTuber and streamer. You don't want to say his name? I mentioned it. Well, our Bandrew was streaming. That's whose who's thing. I'm, and he's like, you can't be serious. I'm like, I'm going into your Discord server right now to post a photo. So, yes, there is actually literally a dessert pumpkin spice pizza, which tells me this white control, white woman mind, fuck, white woman mind control, white woman mind control <laughs> shits out of control. Fall hits, but, pumpkin spice is everywhere. White women are running right to any fucking Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, anything. Fuck Starbucks. Has, Starbucks is so anti-American. No, don't um, even. I, I wasn't talking about what we do. I know we don't go there. So, so my idea was, and I know this is like late in the game. That's why everyone will get a kick out of it. I, mm -hmm. I turned to Anthony and I said, um, "You know, this is this would be a great idea. Like they have a storage unit for your your stuff, like in real life. What if online they had like rentable storage spaces <laughs> for all your stuff?" <laughs> I remember this conversation very well. And you know what the worst part is? I was like, and oh, I, this is a great idea. Well, everyone, and I, I, I hate, I'm, well, you know me, I'm like the, 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 the garbage dumpster of fucking worthless knowledge. Yeah. You know, and if there's something that's made, I probably know it exists. <laughs> and people love being like, oh, you got this idea? Go talk to Anthony. And I'm that dude that just, I take your dream and I just crush <laughs> that shit. <laughs> like, your cousin did it too. Uh, you know. Her fiance came with the, up with this whole grand design, and I was like, "Bro, that bitch is like nine dollars at PetSmart." Oh I, yeah, I felt so yeah. bad. It was like, "Oh, it's a great design," and I see what he did, and it's movable, and it just it, I'm like, um, "I hate to burst your bubble." Yeah, but that shit exists, you know. So I was and behind it's the curve. Super efficient, and it's movable because it takes like three seconds to unscrew it from the ground. Yeah. So my so, idea's been around. I yes, think yes. since the inventing of internet. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Or computers. The internet doesn't help because you can find anything anywhere. You can just throw it up into Google. <laughs> so and find it. Ah, so back to our SSD. <laughs> I 
super S- short draw the length. SSD cam. No, mm. this is not. A, I don't even know if it exists, but or if someone's working on it. No, there are some bows that go down to like twenty three. Yeah, but they don't call short it. Draw. They don't call it that. Well, no, they they are short draw like that. They're like the max draw length is twenty seven and a half. Mm. So, but that's an SD cam. So, okay. So continue. Okay, so that's pretty much like the the Kuma that they're coming out with. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, the the new patterns. I have to say, the the riser options that you have pattern wise for mm-hmm. some of the bows, they they actually when they released the posts on uh, Instagram, they actually on the side of it they put the options. And I haven't went on Bear's website to actually see if they give any more than that. Actually, no, we did see, but I don't know if they're gonna expand the right. options for the risers. But as as far as today of what they're offering you know it's a it's a couple different options it's not as much as like let's say obsession offers because they offer like the entire rainbow plus them oh yeah 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 obsession is out of control with their customization they're they are unreal i would say though they're on the right path because honestly if if you can find a bow from like obsession Mm -hmm. and you're like i really like the setup the fact that you can customize it oh yeah yeah, anything you want when you buy it through i guess their dealer right is well if you do a custom order if you're not buying a shelf item yeah yeah you you basically i i've never done that before but i guess from looking at their website you go you do your whole setup you pick out everything you want Mm -hmm. what your bow what you need and you pick out your riser options and you have your cam options that you do uh then you i guess you take that whole setup you guess it's a printout and uh, you can actually bring it to a, a dealer. They'll give you a list of dealers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your local authorized dealer. And what them. they do is your dealer actually sends it in, and they ship it to the dealer, and then they you buy it from them, and they right. set up. Mm-hmm. Or you buy it first, and yeah, then they put pre-order their... your pre-order and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, whatever it is. But I think they're on to something with all the customization. Oh, yeah, I believe so. Because if you build the... If you do the bow from start to finish, the riser is going to start blank anyway. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have to dip them. Mm-hmm. So they do all of it pre, like, if they don't dip it at all, and they just do these options. I mean, that can expand some companies' reach to certain people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At least I think so. I mean, they, they really, Obsession Bows are, like, one of the companies out there that has the yeah. best patterns of all of them. And, I mean, some people are like, I really don't give a shit. I don't need that many options. I really don't care. As long as it blends in and... But, you know, some people think that maybe if I'm spending this much money on my bow, mm-hmm. for me to be able to customize it would be oh, really yeah. nice. It'd be a personal mm-hmm. touch. It's like getting a car. Well, that seems to be the big thing, You're, too, It's an now investment, is, uh... and you want to make it more you and stuff you put on right. it. And all the accessories, it's going to be, you, it's an investment that you're making. Mm-hmm. And it's something you're going to have. It's not like something you can buy another one in the next two months and just change right unless you just got all this money to throw around well that's the you know that seems to be the big thing Mm -hmm. now that's been going on is especially since you can get the water transfer done like i've thought about it with the inertia because the inertia is completely jet black yeah of having that bow dipped dipped and you know i'm not so much about the cams but the riser because i mean everything is black on that bow That, that bow is murdered out fucking stealth um it's nice i like the black look on that it's like a matte black i do but it's 
It's just, it's so much fucking black. Yeah, but you can add any color you want to it, strings and accents. Right, yeah, yeah. That's and the that, only advantage of it. I mean, it's like... That north grips, you could add the grips to, like, match the strings and everything right. like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. That matte black, even though I do like the patterns on the risers, mm -hmm. that matte black does, it gives you the option to do whatever you want. Yep, absolutely. But if you wanted to dip it, I mean, we could dip it. Well, we'll see. Uh, well, I got to see what's the next thing, you know. I want to get that bow fixed first. Yeah. And then we'll see if I stay with that bow or if something else comes yeah. up or whatever. Which, yes, everyone it still has not have strings. And everyone's like, why the hell have you done that yet? And it, it, honestly, it's we've had so much going on. And mm -hmm. any extra money that we have, anything, is basically going to this trip in November. I mean, right. like, any extra money. Any. Any. And that's not even an exaggeration. This is a big trip for us. Yes. So that's that's kind of why we've put it off. I think as soon as we get back from that, we'll be able to go back to putting money into, uh, like, your strings and anything else we need. You need, um, you wanted to change your stabilizer out. Yeah. I'm trying to get you on the wick stick train. Yes, am, you are. I am not sponsored I, by I them. I just really like wanna, their stuff. But, yeah, but I still do want to, you know, try and keep it to what we originally started with this and do a lot more of the budget-friendly things. I know. But I'm, I'm kind of stuck on my stable. I don't really want to No, I'm fine with that. Manager. Like, But I'm kind of like, do I want to do that to the inertia? Or since we still have the stinger, do I just want to just keep throwing parts at the stinger? Yeah, the stinger could be the tester. Yeah, that's what I was kind of leaning towards. And then your inertia could be your actual personal, okay, this is what I like and this is what I want to keep mm -hmm. kind of thing. Right. Exactly. So, but as far as the, the Prince for the Riser for what Bear is offering, so Kuma has four choices right now. Mm -hmm. And you got your basic camos and then you got your, it looks like a uh, granite kind of speckle like what you see in a countertop. Right. That, gra uh, that graphite. gray graphite kind of mm -hmm. deal. But then they have this, it's like a black and white, it's like a grayscaled American flag. Which is dope. And it, yeah, it's it dope. looks really, really nice. You know what would be really cool idea? If you got that riser, the the grayscaled American flag look, mm -hmm. and then let's say if you're doing the whole, um, the blue line thing, or right. if you're a cop, oh, yeah. you could do all your accents in blue. Or yep. if you're a firefighter, you could do that riser, in all red. your accents in red, mm -hmm. military green. I mean, that's a really fucking cool idea. Oh, yeah. And exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's what they were kind of thinking of when they did it like that. Exactly. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe not. Or maybe. maybe that's another idea that I'm just coming up with that. Oh, well, if they end up, well, I, I tagged the guys from Trophy Original last episode. Who knows? Maybe they'll if they listen to this, they'll be like, oh, that's a great idea. Shit. You know. Maybe. Do some custom orders for some police officers to show them, you know, a nice thank you, which would be cool. Which, speaking of which, <clears throat> shameless plug, I, uh, you know, everyone knows I'm with Shooting Skulls. I am Shooting Skulls. <laughs> you with, are. I'll I say am. <laughs> with, please. So I'm on a new venture that I, I want to kind of share with everyone in the middle of it. And I'm basically doing, it's a downsized American flag in Paracord. And as of right now, I'm doing a smaller version. It's not that big. I'll get the dimensions. It's maybe like five by maybe eight or something like that. So far, seven right now. and a half or something. But it's a that's kind of like generally the scale. 
So I'm doing a. If you think of a sheet of like normal printing paper, it's about two thirds of the size of a sheet of printing paper. Yeah. So I'm doing the American flag. I'm gonna mount it on stained wood. I'm gonna see if that's actually any interest. But as far as the the blue line, red line, green line, I'm actually going to do a version of that in um, the American flag that I'm doing. So if anyone's interested, I'm kind of trying to feel out what everyone thinks. You know, I really like doing it, and I kind of want to expand from just doing, like, the bow slings and stuff. So if anyone has any feedback or if you are a cop or a firefighter or military, um, you know, if you reach out, you know, I might be able to actually work something out with you. But I want to do something bigger, like, uh, well, for us at least, because it's a lot of court and a lot of time. Mm -hmm. I want to do, like, a a full scale, like a a one-to-one ratio flag and our well, for us for us oh man i'll be a badass because when we go to movie with we actual, set up a whole studio for this with actual star like get the embroidered stars so yeah. i did a sling with the embroidered stars on it mm-hmm. with the flag and with the appropriate size stars with it i just nice. have to find them be a lot of damn stars <laughs> it's a lot of damn cord <laughs> we're gonna wipe out michaels for stars <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, good old Amazon. Yeah, that is true. And you can find anything on Amazon, please. Yep. That's why so, he's uh, the richest person in the world. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, he had a good idea. He had a really good idea. Oh, he did. Absolutely. So, but if anyone has any feedback on that, you know, and if you see the picture of it or... Yeah, uh, I shared it to our podcast, yeah. Instagram. Well, actually, I shared it to every account we have on in, on our podcast also. Or if, you know, if you work with wood... And you have ideas like, you know, this is better to use over this because I want to mount it to like a wood background. Then, uh, you know, I'm thinking these- stained pallet boards because I can get pallets just from work since we throw them out all the fucking time. Layer pallets, yeah. layer the, the, the two by ones or one, whatever, one by fours with that. How the, it's like the shredded pine. Yeah, Stack yeah. those, stain those and have the interior, fr- have it set in a frame. Oh, you mean like make a frame out of the pallet board? And no, then... no, no, no. Well, make the backing of the frame. Like have a sunken frame. How? All right. My my father's American flag. If I haven't mentioned this before, my biological father was a Navy officer, and so on. And we have an American flag because my father passed away when I was a youth. Um, it's it's in a sunken frame. Yeah. So, do something like that where the the American flag is in a recessed frame with the the, the recessed backing. Is pallets, pallet boards that are stained. Oh. Would we also use them for the outer, too? What do you mean for the outer? We'd have to work on that. Yeah, well, it's an idea. I'm a visualist. I can't. Yeah, yeah, I know. I need to actually physically do it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. No, I what I was. Uh, my idea is just like cherry stained pallet pine wood behind it with the American flag sitting on it in a sunken style uh, frame. Oh man, you know we didn't need a lot of that for the full size. Your phone is gonna get blown up by Flo tomorrow when she hears this. That's okay. Because this is—I I know this is gonna become something that Pipes is gonna want on his bar. Oh man, <laughs> could you imagine a full-size American? Yeah, but the thing is, Flo, <clears throat> listen. <laughs> if you—I know you're listening to me. Okay, you're probably in the car, going on your merry way to work. La 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 la. la and you're like, hey, so. What I need you to do is if you're listening to this. Oh, especially, yeah. Most of Pipes' buddies are all cops and city workers. and. Well, 
The thing is, if they want one, but they want a bigger one, the easiest way for me to get it to you is when we see you in November. So this is something that you have to give me a little text. Send me a text. (laughs) (laughs) Send it to me and we can work something out and I'll have it done by our trip in November so we could actually just physically bring it because I, that's something that size with the bottles I don't of whiskey want to. we're already bringing to New York yes and we're bringing the, the whiskey with whiskey us too. and a bottle of shine <laughs> yes so just uh, let me know and I have no problem getting that up to de- yeah up to because New York up New York to you north. guys yes mm-hmm. shut up <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, we can do that because I that's some man I, I wouldn't want a mail no 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 no, if I get into the point of I'm actually selling them for people who want it, then I could work something out. Mm-hmm. I work for a shipping company. Yeah, we, remember we can't say who. Mm-hmm. Remember that one episode we had to bleep everything out. Yes, I know very well. That was actually kind of funny. Many of my coworkers were hysterical, laughing of me going, "Shut up!" <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> so, okay, back to the bows. So, from the Kuma, we have the Revival. Oh, we're going to the Target bow first. Okay. okay. No, okay. Then we we'll go to the Divergent. Go to the Divergent first, because this okay. is the one that's going to appeal to a lot of hunters. Bear is throwing itself into the 28-inch axle-to-axle arena of, you know, the, the mega bows that have been going on here. Because you got your Triax, which was 28-inch. You got your Evolve 28, obviously 28-inch. So now Bear has released a Divergent. Same thing. 28-inch axle-to-axle. So it's allowed legal completely for Pope and Young and everybody. This is only 3.9 pounds. This is an impressive bow. So I'm not even going to knock it. And the kicker is going to be the fucking price of this thing. Oh, yeah, this is what they... Okay, go ahead. So both the Evolve and the Tri-X are about 340 to 335 to 340 feet per second. This bow is right in that area. It's 338. So nice speed. Very good for tree stands at 28 inches axle to axle. Like Steph said. It's lighter too. 3.9 pounds. The other bows are just are about just over four pounds. They're like 4.2, 4.3. Um, same thing. Available 45 to 60, 55 to 70. So you still got your 15 pound swing and weights. Available down to 25 and a half inch draw, up to 30 inch, completely 50 state legal, 75% let off. Now the kicker for this bow is the Triax <laughs> and the Evolve are a thousand to eleven hundred dollars a piece this fucking thing is seven hundred dollars new brand new out the box from bear and it's comparable to everything the other guys have it's got roller style cable slides on it the only difference from your normal bear that this bow does not have that this bow only has a single string stop where your kumas have doubles your old agendas all had double string stops this bow is like a normal bow. It has a single string stop, which the Evolve has a single string stop. Right, right, right. The Triax has a single string stop. But man, for seven hundred bucks, seven when they released this little short clip on their YouTube channel about this bow, they did the whole advertisement where you do the, the shots of the bow mm-hmm. turning and everything like that. And at the very end, they posted the bow up. They posted the price eleven hundred next to it, and then they had it drop, and then it flashed, and then it scrolled backwards. Yeah. And all I could think to myself, whoever was the person that made this fucking promo for this bow, that was the straight. 
here's the bird to everybody. Because he literally showed, poof, $1,100. And all of a sudden, you see in the camera flash, and it started scrolling backwards and stopped at $699. And I was like, oh, he just showed everyone, fuck all of you. <laughs> I think it was genius. Six, I don't know. That, that seven, let's just roll it up. $700 mm-hmm. for a brand new bow like that that they just released is a really good... A really good price yeah, yeah, yeah. for them to do. Yeah. Like I said, though, but the other bows are 1000 to $1,100, brand new, mm-hmm. s- relatively same speed, relatively same weight, same adjustabilities, really. Actually, I believe the other ones are only 10 pounds swing on weight. I might be wrong, but this is 15 pounds. I mean, that's really, really good. No, Comparable I think, speed. I think they're, they're based... The, the, for the weight, the evolve you can usually get fifteen pounds out of most Matthews bows are ten pounds. Yeah, but man, that's not bad. Seven hundred dollars is great. Really not bad. I mean, half of you know, half the bows that you would look at right now are more than this thing is brand new. Mm-hmm. You know, so which is really really good. Yeah, you're looking at. I mean, for that price, it's usually like a used bow. Yeah, 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 exactly. <clears throat> so for. Moving on, mm-hmm. we have the revival. Yes, and would you like to go? This is a it's a target bow. Yeah. So, um, another one really good for target. Let's see where. Okay, actual well, axle is mm-hmm. thirty seven and a half, which is comparable to what your um, your super would be. Right. So, which is good. So this is this is a bow I would recommend personally if I was going to shoot a bear uh, for three D three D courses. This is a great. Axle to axle size for mm. 3D. Mm. But the thing is about this bow, it's it's not for, it doesn't have a wide variety of shooters who could do this bow. Why is that? Because oh, the draw yes. length starts mm-hmm. at 27 inches on this. Well, I think, uh, yeah, that is true. Yes, yes, yes. So, well, I mean, yeah, you're talking this bow is going to be made for someone who's like 5'8 and higher, most likely. Yeah. Because around 5'8 is when you're at 27-ish inches, 5'7". Yeah. So I mean, like if if someone my height wanted to do this, nope. like do a target, you're out. Yeah, I couldn't. Unless I you couldn't want to pull the one. string back to your ear. <laughs> no. So, um, I'll have an extension on my holding arm where it's like a extension of my arm, like go go gadget. Shoot, the, the, the the string will be attached to your wrist instead of the trigger. Go go gadget. No, and it's a little extender. Oh, I got It's holding yes. the bow and mm-hmm. it extends out. Super fat grip, so the bow's out two inches farther in the front. <laughs> Gotcha. Could you could um, you imagine seeing someone with that? I know, right? Is that cheating? But for I mean for for a three D bow, I mean three hundred and twenty feet per second, so it's no slouch on that. Uh seven inch brace height, so it's gonna be very forgiving. Seventy five percent lit up. A lot of guys that shoot three D they kind of range from sixty five to seventy five percent on their let off. So I mean it's right in their ballpark. Same thing. But uh the weird thing to me is I mean well, no, a lot of the 3D bows, they can go to 70 pounds. But this does have the same thing, 45 to 60 pounds, 55 to 70 pounds. I, this is a bow I would use personally for 3D, which means I would go for a 60-pound bow mm-hmm. because I'm not really going for speed. I'm going for more so for comfort, for accuracy, for stability, whatever. Right. Um, but, I mean, same thing, offered in graphite and that badass black and white American flag. I think that print's actually offered on every single one of the new bows. That's one they yes. stood with. Um, no, it is not. Oh no, the next one it's not. No, nope, the next one it's not. Actually, I thought it was because I thought when we looked. No, actually, no, it's no. not. They can't. No, the way they said that the, they didn't offer it on. All right, we'll just get into it. 
Yeah, because that's in Thessalon anyway. Yeah, exactly. So we have the perception. Yes, which is the bow that I think is, as soon as I first saw it, I was like, oh, this, this bow is, is a shoot through mm-hmm. bow. Shoot through riser. Something you would normally see in competition series style bows, which usually means it's slow as shit. Mm. But this thing is no fucking slouch. No, their their FPS on this is 350. 350. This thing is hustling for a shoot through riser. And I got to say, it's actually kind of cool looking. It is very cool the, looking. The way they set it up. And mm-hmm. it's a hunting bow. It's not made for target archery. Yep, exactly. I mean, 33-inch axle-to-axle. Which so I a, think they're claiming it's the first of its kind, which I think they're is. actually right on that. It is. From all the other companies that I've looked up, this is the only one that's classified a hunting series bow. Right. That's a shoot-through riser. So this well, could be, mm-hmm. I don't know. This would be interesting to see how this goes. But like you said before, because we're talking about trolls, a this lot of people have been getting fucking, fucking hate like you would not believe. Which I don't understand why. Who gives a shit? It's the same thing with everything else. It, it's something new. So there's got to be a dickhead that's going to fucking <laughs> hate it. There has to be. I mean, look at all the hate that Garmin got for their zero site. That thing is an engineering fucking feat of electronics. That thing is unreal. Right. I mean, you had guys who were hesitant about using it because, oh, it does this and it does that. It's like, it's almost like cheating. And then after they use it, they become realizing that this fucking site is stupid efficient because it sights and if the animal moves, the pin that you're looking at will continually move if they get closer or farther away, whatnot. Right. So it'll adjust on the fly. You know, it's just all that. some people it's don't like new. change. Exactly. Yeah, it's new. I got to rebel against it. It's fucking Some people dumb. don't like change. It's they dumb. like their what they've been using for years. The only problem with the the Garmin is that it's not fifty state legal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's, you it's know, that's uh, the main. So any state that has no electronics allowed, Colorado, it, it, you're not allowed to have it. So. Yeah, you would think they'd be more lenient in that state. No, no, no. I, I mean, don't think the whole state has smoked pot yet. <laughs> so probably not but you think they passed that so i mean shit no no it, I mean, well they're not allowed to have a sight a light like i said before on their sites but i mean all right so this bow the specs on this bow are really really good so like steph said 350 feet per second so this is a fast fucking bow 4.3 pounds not really a bad weight when you consider it's a shoot through riser it's really not bad yeah, so sure. your average bows right now are super fat, 4.2 pounds. This thing's one-tenth of a pound heavier than your normal bow is right now. Yeah, it's not that bad. Right, not bad for a shoot-through. Uh, good string angle, 33-inch axle-to-axle, 6-inch brace height, you know, helps with that speed. Same thing, offered 45 to 60, offered 55 to 70, available 25.5-inch to 30-inch draw length, also another one, 50-state legal, 75% let off. So, but this thing did. It got an immense amount of hate. I mean, from what I was seeing on the Archery Talk page on Facebook and every other archery group that I'm in and on Facebook. And I'm, I, I don't know if I was like, I, I was one of the only one in several of them like, I'll shoot it. I don't give a shit. That thing looks crazy. I mean, the riser's not, it's ugly. It's a fucking shoot through riser. Yeah, so is your face, but everyone yeah. still looks at that every day. You know, <laughs> exactly. Kid's probably you crying. Know. It's crying for a reason, because it's got to look at your ugly mud every right. morning. Right, but it's, it's just, it's stupid. It, it just has to do with the, 
you know. It's change. It's change. It, it's a lot. It has a lot to do with you know people not wanting to deal with change, and it, and the best was like like the one of the guys that was like, oh, it's stupid and blah 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 blah. I would never like to shoot through that, but you know. Then don't. No, 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 no. You got to <laughs> ask the simple question. Why? Have you ever shot through a shot a shoot through riser before? No. How the fuck don't you know if you'll like it? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, shut up, Tubby, and go back to your <laughs> fucking couch, because you're saying you wouldn't like shoot, shooting it before, yet you've never shot any bow ever that's been a shoot-through riser. Yeah. I really personally haven't had a very good experience shooting with a shoot-through riser before. I've, I've never shot one, so right. I don't know. But I'll tell you one work. thing. If someone all said, hey, you want to try and shoot the perception? Fucking A, I will. Hells yes. I wouldn't say no, never. I also found out recently, I mean, from our last trip to Florida, all the shit I was doing wrong shooting with the shoot-through riser. Because Ed, while me and Doug and Ed were on the line, Ed was like, oh, you were having, you know, the wobbly vision? Oh, yeah, this is where you were fucking up. Oh, okay, cool. What? Wait a minute, what am I missing? When you shoot through a shoot-through riser... No, Ed, Ed. Ed was the guy that was baking with me and Doug. In the sun, when we were doing the nine hundred round. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So the guy with the Performer X PSE that was like, "Yeah, I shot, stop shooting my TRX," you know, because I shot the PSE. I'm like, "Oh, thanks for the answer. Cool, fucking sweet." I know who you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. But uh. Now, what was the reason why he you had a problem with the shoot through last time? He explained to me like you have to have. Like, because I stand like very much sideways with my arms like full extended, right? Where I'm looking very like hard towards my shoulder, right? And he told me pretty much like if you with shoot throughs, kind of you want your shoulder, your hand a little bit more in front of your body, so there's not as much stress when you're looking sideways. Because when you're putting so much stress looking, sorry about that, I just slapped the microphone. <laughs> um, when you're looking to your left, you can actually create so much tension that your vision will start to wobble. Oh, so, so it's kind of like peeking around drum. the corner and not just a size. Right, I, like I overextended uh, is what okay. the problem was. Plus also I was shooting a bow that was not my drawing. It was actually a 30-inch drawing, so it was too long. So mm -hmm. I was really, really extended. So... And he's like, yeah, if you shoot a 29, if you shoot a shoot through riser, he's like, 28 and a half, it'll bring your hand more forward, and you'll have less tension on your neck, and that wobble will stop. And I'm like, oh, fucking sweet. Yeah. Cool. I kind of wish I had a little bit of a longer of a draw length. You're 5'2". But am I normal? Man, if I could <laughs> just be 5'5". Five, five. There's three extra inches. You still have like a 26. Man. My running, my drawing. Just three more inches. You my, sound like a guy. Just three more inches. <laughs> hey, man, that three more inches makes a difference. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> so many levels. Exactly. Every guy in the background is like, see, I tell my wife that shit all the time. No, it depends <laughs> on your starting point because that three inches could be fucking scary looking. Yeah, well. Fucking chop that shit away. Get away. Get away. Get away. <laughs> you want to put that where? <laughs> Date is over. <laughs> now, I, you know what? If we ever get a chance, I'd like to shoot. Well, try uh, shoot through. Right. Right. So, but, you know, our shop. Well, I haven't, you know what? I haven't even gone shooting at our shop in a little bit because of everything mm -hmm. going on. Well, I also found out because of us being here in South Carolina. Like, we always say how we go to Saluda River Archery all the time. Yeah. We do. And I have mentioned the other shop that's down here because they make 
custom bowstrings, which is Archery Shack down in Anderson County. And they're about 45 minutes, 50 minutes away. He's also a bear dealer. It's and like the Love Shack? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> and actually, he has, uh, from his Instagram posts, that they have a perception in stock right now. Interesting. So, which, I mean, it's re- really, really cool uh, looking bow. Uh, this is something I would definitely want to try and shoot and see how it's shot. You know, I, I like, you know. Wait, I, does Archery Shack have a, a range? Yes, they do. They have a full, actually, they just had a 3D shoot this weekend. Really? Yeah, they do 3D How shoots all the time. How far away are they? About 45 minutes away. Oh, that's why we haven't we haven't mm-hmm. gone there. Yeah, well, I haven't gone by my you know right now because uh, you know, I have to go by myself right now. Yeah, you're on first shift, so. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm doing my training for work. It's kind of messing things up. up, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. We kind of roll with it. Yep. I'll tell you one thing. I think after the after Christmas, everything will kind of. Uh, ease back to normalcy. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of, because next year we have two weddings. Yeah. And we have TAC again coming up. Plus, yeah, depending I still, on how many we go to. You know, and I still, I'm gonna kick myself for this, but I usually do it a lot. But I'm, I'm still sticking on the, you know, as long as that second wedding doesn't get scheduled in July, because. You know, the beginning of the year ends a lot of the extra money going outward, and we have more coming inward. Mm-hmm. So I still want to go on the tack out to either Montana or Utah. It right. depends because, man, they sell out quick. Yeah, the Utah one they said sells out like within two days. Yeah, they sell out quick, and I still want to do those trips. Mm-hmm. You know, Tennessee is a good one for us because it's close. We could drive. It's a nice weekend. But I still, I still want to do those out there. So. And those are in July, both of them. And as long as that second wedding doesn't get scheduled in the July month, because right. we have the wedding in June, mm-hmm. but it's early June. And Tennessee TAC is May. So we have TAC, wedding, TAC, wedding. Exactly. Yeah, we got a lot going on. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, I, I still I still want to make that happen. So we shall see. And then uh, hunting season comes around the corner. Mm-hmm. Which we need to get our licenses straight. You know, we got caught up in everything. Hunting season already started. No, for next year. I'm oh, saying, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. going into next year, May, we have something in May. We have June, July, and then we're leading into next season mm-hmm. which i'd like to go on some hunts we i do want to get uh gopro came out with this it's the hero seven right hero yes seven. the new seven yes and it's really cool looking mm-hmm. well it looks like a normal gopro no but the extra features on it yeah yeah the image stability now especially with the <clears throat> the black edition which is the the higher end one, yeah which is so everything goes well and um you know, we kind of stick to what we were planning on doing as far as, like, what we're doing with the extra coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I want to still do, go into, like, the video side of things. So besides doing our podcast, I want to actually, you know, when we actually go out on hunts, actually video them. Since there's two of us. Oh, if we start showing people videos, man, people are going to get a nice laugh out of some stuff. Yeah, I think they already get a fun. laugh out of us. No, it'd be funny. I don't care. I mean, you're going to see how, how much of, you know, noobs we're going to be being in the woods. I haven't hunted in 19 years. 
Holy shit. So it's been a very, very long time for me. Yeah. So and it'll be never, fun. So. Yeah. I've been around it. Right. But I've never, you know, physically myself. Mm-hmm. I've just been around it. Other people hunting, I should say. So it should be interesting. It should be very interesting. Very. I believe. So that is uh, next year. I'm planning a lot already. Yes, very like, much. A through lot. the year. That's okay. All the way through. But as far as the new bows for a bear, that is pretty much it. They released four new bows for 2019. You can go on their main page. Everything is up as far as posting for sale because it has been since, you know, 10 1. It has been a while. Yep. If you are a crossbow fan, blah, blah, blah. I'm not really into crossbows, but I will mention that they did release three different new crossbows. I mean, Bear, Bear did a lot. They released four new bows, four, mm-hmm. four compound bows, right. three crossbows, and then Trophy Ridge, which is part of the whole company, mm-hmm. released all of their items. So, I mean, they're doing a lot. And oh, I yeah. feel like they need to, they, it needs to be said. It needs to give them some credit where it's oh, deserved. They, that was the only thing I did forget. What? Because when we were talking about the Revival, okay, the, well, the 3D me bow, just, yeah, we, oh. you know, your normal 3D bow is also somewhere around $1,000 when you consider like a Supra or something like that. Right. The Revival's 700 also. Oh, shit. That's right. So, you know, you're talking another bow that's two, $300 at a minimum off your average 3D series style bow. Yeah. So that's another one that you're going to save a ton of money on. I think, you know, they're trying to aim toward people that actually have uh, a normal life that they have to watch budget on. They can't mm-hmm. just go out and shell out $1,000, $1,100 in a new bell every year. Absolutely. It's just, you know, the the normal person who actually has to work and they have kids and everything like that, it just doesn't happen. Right. You know, people don't really have that extra all the time. Oh, I agree. So it's nice when you can we get don't. in the, no, the $700 range. Mm-hmm. It makes it a little bit nicer because it's, some people are like, oh, it's only three, $400. But you know what? Three, $400, especially when you have kids, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I have to give it up to them that they're actually working toward a, a more budget-friendly item that's new. And it, it doesn't look like they're totally, they're not cutting corners. It doesn't look like they're cutting corners. No. So it, I got to give them props for doing that. See, now is the other thing, the one other thing that the perception got a lot of hate about was its price. Because it's not carbon fiber. It, it is an aluminum at riser but you don't always need carbon fiber but it's fifteen hundred dollars now when you keep that in mind your average shoot through style bow competition wise is fifteen hundred dollars right so if you consider your normal average shoot through riser bow it is actually dead in line with what a shoot through riser bow would cost right because they're, they're super rigid extra material extra engineering whatever the case is so and I was like, oh, I would never buy a hunting bow. It was fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, this is a shoot through series bow. Look up any other shoot through series bow you find. It's going to be thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred to sixteen hundred dollars just for the bow, no accessories. So it's right in the ballpark with the other shoot through bows. So I mean, it's it's just more shit that people just had a reason to like. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah. There's always there's always gonna be that that one mm-hmm. that one going out there. Several. Of them, they case. fucking hate this. They hate that. They hate everything. They hate life. You know, 
They hate their wife because she's fucking cheating on them. Oh. Spending all their goddamn money on bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Throwing that C word around. Oh, Jesus. Fucking cunts. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, there's no advertisers or no sponsors because they would be running. <laughs> no. I know, I know people who would be throwing that word around for certain individuals right now. Mm-hmm. I know, I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but as far as the crossbows, they have three new crossbows. It's the, uh, I guess, oh, geez, not really a crossbow fan. You got the Saga 370 LS, Saga 370, and Vanish. You got some... And they all do 370 feet a second. They all are 370, yeah. And draw weight on the Sagas are both the same, 175. Vanish is 190, and the weight, yeah, I don't know what the fuck the difference is between the LS and the regular Saga. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really maybe a crossbow fan. Maybe one's longer, longer frame body, long, maybe? Long, oh, who the fuck cares? It's a goddamn crossbow. But I figure, you know, credit is due <laughs> where, you know, it's... It, they did a good job. I think they really did a really good job on their new line coming out that they did on 10 1. Mm-hmm. 10 1, I'm an asshole. On October 1st. And I, I got so used to seeing 10 1, 10 1. It's yeah. October 1st. I don't have to Well, there's another one. release coming out very soon from Matthews. So, because I've seen that uh, Kevin from Saluda River had posted up that, uh, you know, Matthews is releasing a new thing. And um, who else is he a dealer for? Oh, Elite. Is releasing a new bow, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing. Everyone like you know, Bear released Akuma Thirty. Um, Elite released the the fuck. I don't even know the name of the bow because I don't follow anything Elite does. Um, they they release a thirty inch of one of their mainstream bows. It's also a thirty three inch axle yeah. to axle. You know, it's funny because we have our main bows that we've been talking about mm-hmm. this whole time, and there's a couple on there that we really don't mention. Elite's one of them. Elite's one of them. Yeah, don't I don't really follow nothing Elite does at all. Prime? Prime, I've been getting a lot more interest in. And I think a lot of the interest I have in Prime just happens to come from the fact of me listening to the, the Kafaru podcast with Aaron and Frank mm-hmm. uh, from Kafaru, because Frank normally shoots Prime bows. Yeah. And Aaron had switched over to Prime bows before he went back to shooting stick bows. So, I mean, and I find it very interesting the the twin cam design and how they shoot and whatnot it's just i've never ran across a prime dealer to really get my hands on one it's funny though because they're still doing pretty decent as far as but if you look at all the companies uh from point pse bear Mm -hmm. uh, botech matthews obsession all those martin you have you have certain ones that are very uh, social media, very mm-hmm. out there, very oh, yeah. much Matthews, advertising that are always in your face that we have dealers here, 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 and here. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. This is the new stuff. And then you kind of got the ones that sit back right? and they're not doing bad, but they're not always out there and you don't mm-hmm. hear a lot from them. Right. Which is weird. I think... That'd be interesting if we looked at a couple of things that they're, they've been doing and kind of go through. That's fine. I mean, but I'm always up to looking up at new stuff. Like, even Botech. I don't look at anything Botech does. 
Yeah, but uh, Shockey is shoots Bowtech. Yeah, she has her own series bow. Paige Fa- Gorge. Her father has a Bowtech. He shoots yeah, Bowtech. Yeah, um, yeah the, all the Shockies are sponsored by Bowtech. You know, uh, Paige Gore shoots a Bowtech. Uh, after she left PSE, she went to them. Right. And now she's been kicking everyone's fucking ass in every competition she goes to. Um, so, you know, I have a lot more interest in following stuff that Bowtech has been doing now. You know, my interest in Prime has obviously gone up because uh, uh, the twin cam system just looks ridiculous. But it's funny because it's it makes you think, okay, if they're still actually doing pretty decent as far as people shooting them and, and their bows coming out and mm-hmm. them actually not doing horrible. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing as much as advertising as everyone else is. Not even yeah. close. No, no, not at all. And it makes you wonder what what they're doing differently with their bow, their their bows to shoot compared to. Well, I know like Bowtech has um, just oh, curiosity. What's their lower line. I can't even. I mean, price wise, oh, it's the Infinity wise, bow, the the Infinities that were sold in Gander and all them, right? That's from Bowtech. Bowtech right. owns another company, like like how Matthews owns Mission, and Mission is like their lower end company it's compared sister to Matthews, company. right? Um, Diamond, that's what it was. Bowtech's other company's Diamond. That's right. So yeah, it, Gander had diamonds. Gander carried right. Diamond Infinity edges like crazy. Right. Um, James was selling them things like water because he didn't have he couldn't keep PSEs in stock, and the store would only allow him to stock like three of the stingers. Looking stupid. And after the, he would sell the stingers out, he had no choice but to sell Infinity edges to everybody. Uh but you know, I mean, the interest is getting there more so in these other companies. Like you know, I. I wanted to shoot like when we were at the New York um, event that two years ago. Yeah, the sportsman show. All right, the sportsman show. The, yeah, the Northeast sportsman show. Right. I wanted to shoot the Bowtech Rain, I believe it was. And yeah, because <laughs> right now it's the realm. Sorry. What? You said rain. I heard uh, purple rain early before while I was running. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I wanted to shoot that bow, but the line to shoot the Bowtech was ridiculous. Now, and when you're there and you're just like, you know, the the big three companies are Matthews, PSE, and Hoyt. That's for sure. Yeah. Obsession's coming. Obsession's doing a really good job. And that, that was, like I said, you know, repeatedly. Obsession were the bows that day that I was more impressed with than anything. And actually, didn't they, when we got there, he was like, oh, it's a new company. Mm-hmm. In yeah. comparison to... They were only like two years old at the time. Yeah. Two, they three, were three years brand, old. brand new when right. we, we came across like, oh, them. this is a company that's making waves and you want to try and shoot it? Fucking hey, sure, let's do it. Yeah. You know, fine. And you know, th- and you know, they had all their bows turned down that day. Granted, everything was turned down to fifty pounds. For oh, everybody. just for test shooting, right? Now, then, when you hear how fast the arrow was going at fifty pounds, and I'm like, this, this thing is slinging arrows fast as can be. You know, so, but you know, that was also the day I shot the Halon Thirty Two, which you know, Halon Thirty Two shot great. Didn't like the grip. The Hoyt, they let me shoot the the Pro Defiant. Thir- no, at the time it was just the Defiant 34. Um, really liked the Defiant 34. Super comfortable grip, whatever. Right. I shot the, the Evolve at the at that event also. Absolutely loved the Evolve. You know, and then it was like, oh, I gotta wait to shoot the Bowtech Rain. There's like 35 people in front of me. I don't want to shoot at that bit. Don't care. No wait. And yeah. at the point, at the point though, you know, our son was just he had enough of just waiting there with us. Yeah, so well, like, he right, was also bounce. in a stroller. He was waiting around the, these people. I mean, right, you right, can't right. really blame him for mm-hmm. not wanting to wait. Exactly. I got to say, though, I kind of wish I went into one of those tiny houses that they had on site. 
tiny houses. Yeah, they had little tiny houses. Well, I mean, when you went into all the trailers from Camping World, Woo. you were like, screw this apartment shit. Let's just get one of these. I could fucking live in one of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially the one, the first one you walked into. You came out. This fucking thing has a fireplace. Oh, one of those RVs. If you <laughs> haven't listened to that podcast, that was a while ago. Uh, we went and they had all the Camping World had all of their RVs there. The company there. that bought Gander Mountain. Yeah. And one setup, you walk in and the whole living room, it, it had a fireplace in it. And the TV went over the fireplace and it was a fucking nice kitchen. I mean, it was really, really nice. I mean, I am one of those. I follow the tiny houses and the compact living and the storage, the shipping container houses and everything like that. And I am one for having a bigger plot of land like property mm -hmm. over square footage of a house so if with our two kids if we go into a house that's only a thousand square foot even right now our apartment is just that it's just and, under yeah and i honestly could go smaller i could go smaller i would rather go smaller inside and have a, a nice outside setup because our son, well, our daughter's only one, so we don't really know what her likes are yet. But our son is more of a, I'd rather be outside. Oh, yeah. Both of us would rather be outside. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason for wasting the square footage and everything on inside. And we don't have, we're more into, not those psychotic minimalists where they're like, oh, I just no, need. No, we're not that bad. I just need clothes for four days because I do laundry, and I just need four pairs of socks. And no, I just no. Need See, we can never <clears throat> get away with that because my sweaty Italian ass goes through two, three T-shirts a day. So that shit ain't happening. So, but we don't have all the extra <laughs> bullshit in the house. And, you know, I've been going on the cleaning things. Like, if we don't use it, I, you know, I try oh, to get rid of it. Oh, we don't hold nothing. We do not we, hold anything. No. So... You know, these shows, uh, I'm really into looking at these. Like, we're debating, because I know we've been kind of sharing us moving and sharing us, like, with everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And right now, we're kind of up in the air between what we want to do as far as, do we want to buy a house that's already built? Mm -hmm. Or, because we've been looking around, or buying land and then building a house. And then on those options, we've been looking into the shipping containers. Right. Well, because I can, I can weld the containers together and do all of yeah. that stuff. But it's really cool because, I mean, as far as their uh, capability, as far as weather-resistant and other, mm -hmm. other things that they can do over a stick frame, but the fact that you can actually lower the budget for what you want for square footage and the things you want to do with it in comparison to a full stick frame house with the whole foundation slab and, and everything else that you have right. to do. But, you know... If anyone out there is actually more knowledgeable or they know a contractor or something like that, it always helps. You could share it with us. Mm -hmm. So that is also more to come. Well, I mean, a lot of the things, too, because, I mean, like you mentioned with the shipping container idea, it, with me working for a big freight shipping company, right, I easily have connections of getting containers. But either way, we live so, so close to properties and oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. that actually sell mm -hmm. them. And I'm talking about brand new, too. Yeah, brand new to like five grand. But even still, we're not that far away. It's not like we're in the middle of the country, not by a coast, mm -hmm. where you normally get your... Because it's cheaper to for a company to from like if they're buying stuff from China to buy it, have the shipping container, have it shipped over... And it's cheaper to actually buy a brand new one over in China and have that just shipped over 
then taking the same container, shipping it back to refill and ship it back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of containers that have just well, there, been used Well, there was once. the one documentary we watched where it showed, like, some shipping containers are used once. And mm-hmm. they never get items in them again. So literally, yeah. you can buy of a cost. container that would be considered used and only pay $2,500 for it. Right. Granted, to build a decent house, you end up buying four to five of them. Yeah. But you're 15000 in the hole That's on a, five of them. A 40-footer, nine-foot high. It's a high cube. Yeah, high cube. Nine and a half, nine and a half feet tall, 40-foot long, uh, eight feet wide. Yeah. I believe they are. And then you end up cutting, like, the interior walls out, adding beams. So your rooms end up being, your normal, like, bedroom would end up being 16 feet wide. And right. And then you pick whatever depth you want. Which a lot of people, I mean, from the stuff we've looked at, they do, like, a 12 by 16 or, you know, something somewhere in that area. Yeah. But it's easier because they get to add the, the 16 feet makes it two containers wide. And then it's easier to add the support beams. This way there's no roof uh, or roof leaning and there's a whole lot of like other details in it but we're watching these videos where these people are building these insane freaking houses for like 45 grand you can prefab all the interior and have them put together in in a day yeah and literally a day if you plan it out correctly obviously you have to plan it out correctly Mm -hmm. but they are a lot quicker than building a house from slab up well, you do have to have a slab. You have to have slab or posts. Um, no, I'm just saying from start to finish. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was just my mm-hmm. the, my version of start to finish. Right. So I know some people are going to think we're nuts. But oh, yeah, I'm sure. Honestly, I, I don't want the big house. I don't want... I mean, it, I, don't, I don't want all that extra shit. I don't want to live with a mortgage hanging over us for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have be living beyond our means. I don't want to live at our means. I want to live like way below it. Because right. then you get to do extra things with your kids. You get to take them on extra trips, and those mm-hmm. are the things they remember. They're not gonna, you know, if their bedroom is just like whatever square foot bigger, they're not gonna. Honestly, when it's said and done, they don't. They're not gonna remember that. They're oh, gonna yeah. remember like, oh, you took us here. You did this with us. You right. Took, you know, we had this awesome backyard. We, yeah. and I think some people have forgotten that. Well, but, I mean, like, the way a lot of people are setting those houses up now, which I think is the coolest part, and I know we've mentioned her a hundred times, which is Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts, and I got the name right. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, Sun Cuts Power Shine. Yes. Sun Cuts and Power Shines. Oh, um, I wonder. But she lives off the grid. And I mean, yeah, like, she that's one of the things that we've been seeing a lot with is these she, houses. Is she 100% off? 100% or? off. No main power line. She is all completely 100% off the grid. She is in New Zealand. Right. So. You know, the funny part with that is in some states in the U.S., that is illegal, illegal. to be is 100% illegal. off the grid. You would think that you're reliant on the, uh-huh. the actual state. If oh, yeah. it's less, is I, wouldn't, I would think they'd want you more. Oh, I know. I know. But, um, oh. and, you know, just from listening to her, and then we watch these documentaries, and then you end up seeing, like, the solar side of it mixed with these people with these container houses and you realize like they're doing like whole like solar fields and the tesla shit comes into play with the power bank walls but the thing is you don't even need to have that much because when you lower your square footage on the house right you don't mm-hmm. need that much power and that's what mm-hmm. <sighs> well that's what made me laugh people... about the one is the one guy that i remember watching the video i think he went to sleep he had three tesla banks in his house well, technically, he had a, a, another 
container that can, that had all his inverters and everything in it. Right. And he had two of them that ran all the 120s with the inverter, 120 volt appliances, you know, uh, fridges and whatnot. And then he had one bank that had no inverter or I believe it was an inverter, but he had it 12 volts. All of his lighting in his house was 12 volts. Everything. Right. He had LED 12 volt lights like you would see in a car right. in his house. So, you know, it, it was really, really cool to see. I mean, like he was like, he, he was on the grid because he had to be. It was one of those where he, it was in one of the states where he had to be on the grid. And but it was his like 20 bill bucks. was like hardly anything. He was getting paid by the electrical company because his solar panel system was creating so much power that mm-hmm. it was back feeding through the power lines and his meter was running backwards the whole fucking time. You would think at that, that point they awesome. would not want you on the grid. Well... It, well, it, the fucked up part is no matter what, because of that generalized bill where you have to be on the grid, it's a mandatory, like, you know, I think most of the time it's like $30. It's either 25 or 30 bucks. So his system had to work off $25 of mandatory bill, and then he started making a profit a, uh, after that. I think that is and the like, dumbest thing it ever. It is dumb. It is dumb. But I, there, there, there's some way that the electrical companies work out where you get like either, you could either get a check like once a quarter, once a half a year, whatever. And the dude was getting like a thousand dollar check every six fucking months. I mean, I'm like, cool. That's pretty cool. Well, I think things are going to shift soon about how people are living. Cause this is mm-hmm. the tiny living is starting to kick off. Well, the, the big thing I'm, I'm, I've been doing a lot of the, the, the research more into solar. Just, you know, like I've got a general interest of it just from listening to Heather and stuff. Um, the hydro power plant. Right. The thing that really kind of freaked me out the other day was because, you know, the big three are like hydro power, solar power, and wind power. Right. And then I found out like, and it really kind of shocked me, that wind power was the worst of fucking every, everything that was non-standard grid power. I just like the little Dutch windmills. Yeah, no, you, know, you figure like, oh, the windmills are cool, you know, whatever. I mean, they produce power, it's natural. Right. And then you realize that these fucking windmills run so damn hot that they're actually creating, the, the, the science guy actually literally said that they actually create their own global warming <laughs> in the area where they are. That the area is one to one and a half degrees hotter because that's how hot those windmills are running. Well, because they do entire fields of them. Right. Well, it's hot entire fields. There's still moving parts. There's right. friction involved. There's chains and this and that. That they actually physically run hot. And then, you know, the air that goes through the blades gets heated up because it goes past the motor and so on and so forth. So they actually, you know, you're off the grid, but you're still doing fucking damage at the same time. Right. Which is kind of fucking wild when you really think about it. It's like, oh, wait, well, what? It's kind These of are supposed to be good for shit and there's no fucking crap up. But. I think if we go that route, we should do solar. A, a separate, um, mm. no, 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 mm. a separate, like, little, um, like, how we do our road clips. Mm. We do our um, home clips of okay. building. Well, we'll see. We, we got to see what separate, route we're going to go. Yeah, we got to see. That's, like, for months to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But that would be a cool idea, honestly. I agree. So, off topic. Completely. I think I am. That's all right. People like listening to us mm-hmm. for whatever reason. No, no. We like that you're here. No, Not yeah. here, but here. You know, here. Kind of here. Not here, here, but here. <laughs> <laughs> so that is good for me on my side. Okay. 
and there is one thing I wanted to mention, and no, actually, they do not know I'm mentioning him in this. Since we talk about archery and hunting and all that other stuff, and now obviously we're talking about possibilities of container homes and whatnot, I want to actually give a mention, because we like, I did just mention Heather, but I mentioned another podcast, because people want their kids to know about animals, and the people I want to mention are uh, Paul and Donna from the Varmints podcast. It's one of those family, super friendly podcasts, so there's no cursing, there's none of that involved. But they do such a really good job where the entire family can like learn something about animals. And I mean, it's everything from pigs to black bears to scorpions and lemurs and whatever. Scorpions, it's uh, the bigger the better, right? Yeah, that's the ones that are less likely to kill you from their, their <clears throat> stinger. Um, but their podcast is great. I mean, kids should really get a kick out of it. And I hope she doesn't hate me for saying this because Donna's voice is quite animated. She almost sounds cartoon character-ish. Um, and, and, but their, their podcast is great. It's, it's, it's full family friendly. No cursing, nothing. It's something the whole family can enjoy and um, really learn a lot about a lot of animals. And from a hunter's point of view, they do actually do a lot of stuff. Actually, 99% of the stuff I would say is completely correct, especially like their black bear episode. Paul repeatedly says you should not hug a bear. It's not a good <laughs> idea. So, you know, I just want to give a quick shout out to them because I listen to their podcast all the time, just like I listen to Heather's podcast all the time. That's why she constantly comes up. Um, and both, well, both podcasts are completely family friendly. But if you want to get your kids to learn about animals and also have their future have some sort of conversation, conservation not conversation conservation involved it's a good place for them to learn about them so you're saying we're not family friendly god i hope that no one lets their kids listen to us no you no. don't fucking think that you we're just fucking... threw around the c word a little while ago <laughs> it's okay we, we are like never gonna get sponsored um but it's fine i'm not looking to get sponsored no neither am i i just think it's funny but, i don't yeah. live by rules <laughs> but you know if if you want you know to learn a little bit more about animals some of the stuff you find out is like really it's kind of funny especially um what's a good one uh the dragonfly episode okay okay i'm, I'm oh god paul if you listen to this i'm sorry if i butcher the stat because you actually said the stat exactly i believe a dragonfly has a 95 percent chance of killing the prey that it's going for okay like <clears throat> They don't chase their prey. They know where the prey is going. Like if they're going after another bug to eat the bug, they don't try and stay behind it. They will literally actually intercept the bug in the bug's path. So they have like a 95% uh, confirmed kill accuracy. I get. I don't know a good way to word it. So it's like a Mr. Rogers? I don't know if they're fucking psychic or something. But they, it's like they know where their target is going, and that's where they go. And they have a 95, I believe it was a 95% confirmed, like, success kill rate. It, huh. It's something ridiculous. And when he said that during the podcast, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, it literally got me to stop working. That I was like, wow, hmm. 95%. Hunters are happy when we hit 7% in the woods. 8%. I think one of the stats on elk says the highest was like 11. Mm. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. You know? So you don't know, if, do are the elk that good, or do just hunters suck that fucking bad? 
you know, it, it's something wild. So, you know, it, it, that's one of those cool facts that, like, your kid can, like, go and stun a teacher. Like, did you know dragonflies are this fucking successful? How successful you were you in your life? Mm. That's when you get <laughs> called in. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, that'll be when our kid goes to detention. So, but, yes, I just wanted to give them a quick shout out here because their podcast is excellent. And I think it's something that can be valued for uh, future kids to learn. Mm -hmm. So other than that, I'm good. Yep. Okay. All right, folks, have fun. We will figure out when the next episode is going to be. Hopefully not as long. We've been having a good streak this last week of no kids being sick. Yes. So fingers crossed. Yes. And then uh, we'll find out and see, because like I said, there's a Matthews release coming out. I'll find out when that's going about here. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Everybody have fun.